0: she definitely has the most strippery uh disney heel theme right like yeah i suppose that's true i can't see anyone working it to like be prepared or something right. yeah previously on dudes watch disney I can't wait for the live action version of this where we'll explain how she's really the good guy and You do know we already did that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but the, the I'm I'm sure it's coming, the reboot of it. Right. Where or the you know the, It's just the called the pre- pre- prequel for it where, <laughs> right. you know, it turns out that's what people called her in school, and she didn't have money before, and then she got money, and that's why she wanted to be so flashy and all. I don't know who the <laughs> hell knows the gritty reboot of 101 we Dalmatians. Watch Disney Disney podcast. Podcast. We watch we films and have a blast. Rank them all from first to last. It's our podcast. Podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Dudes Watch Disney Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Dustin. And we're coming at you hot off the presses today, talking about, uh, well, a couple weeks late to the presses. But, you know, that's the <laughs> best you we can hope off for. off the presses. Yeah, you know. It's not quite yesterday's news. I still had to pay for it, so <laughs> it can't be that old. It's Cruella from 2021. Oh, good lord. You know, how could we pass up this movie? The, just the general concept of we gotta make... A villain origin story. That's not played out at all. And we're going to do it for, by the way, it's the villain that kills puppies. Not not one that's in any way uh, relatable to begin with. Not, It's not like we're doing a sympathetic villain here. We pretty much picked the worst possible one. Right. But Jay texted and said, don't worry, she's murdered by Dalmatians. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'm in. So if you hadn't guessed, spoilers uh, for this <laughs> film. Uh, it's rare we do something that needs a spoiler warning. That's true. But obviously, uh, you know, Disney's been big on the live-action remakes of the past, for the past almost a decade now, I suppose, with varying degrees of quality. It's true. This one, I'd say, is more—I would call it the more interesting version of what they do with the remakes, where it's like, we'll take—you know, it's like a Maleficent or a—what uh, else have they done it with— <laughs> Yeah, you know, we'll take a side story we'll actually create a new thing out of this property instead of just the other version which is let's make lady and the tramp again or something there's a maleficent two that's a thing i don't know if you're aware of this i did saw not see a, that one saw a trailer for it it's not out yet but yeah i thought there already were two of them uh, sure the so. trailer's not for three uh, looking it up <laughs> that's the earliest in one of these we've had to stop and look something up i've already seen uh you know oh yeah you're right I've already 2019. (laughs) I've already seen tweets talking about, hey, Disney is planning a sequel to 2021's Cruella and then you know the response of isn't that just 101 Dalmatians right so how how well do you remember uh 101 Dalmatians at this point this was quite a long time ago that we reviewed it now well, it was not a long time ago that I watched it I watched it yesterday <laughs> uh knowing I was gonna watch Cruella with you today I was like eh, let's go back and check Take this out again sure. what I uh, noticed in watching it yesterday is it is perhaps the least subtle Disney movie <laughs> that exists like the first time. Uh, her car approaches someone says like who's oh not that devil woman or whatever and then yep. we go from there there's hell hall there's all kinds of like we're not subtle in the slightest well um, don't worry we have explanations for all of those things in this film yeah, didn't ask for that didn't want that <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for all the easter eggs that are hidden in plain sight right, not yeah. like actual easter eggs they're hidden like if you're <clears throat> hiding for toddlers like pretty toddler much. easter eggs Uh, I remember our main issue with 101 Dalmatians was Cruella herself with her being kind of, you know, despite it not being a not subtle movie, like there was some issue fleshing out what we wanted her character to be. Yeah, because it it wasn't clear whether she was supposed to be a comedic villain or if she's supposed to be really scary and threatening. And like, she goes back and forth and never really settles on any of them. She gets scary at the very end, but it's kind of unexpected. And, you know, she's just driving horribly. Well, we explained that in this one, too. Oh, so true. Uh, I would say big picture, that's a kind of an issue with this one, too. Because it's like, we have to do a prequel story about this character. Which means we got to make you care about this character. But also, she still needs to be a supervillain by the end of it. So, like, throughout the movie, she's just, like, turning more and more evil and more and more evil. But then she's got to be like, oh, but oh, but I'm so hurt and, you know, miss my mom. And all this horrible backstory. But then she has still has to treat, you know, Horace and Jasper-like shit along the way, like... There's a whole lot of concessions being made with how this character goes. And this may work better for the end of our discussion than it would for now, but I feel like the movie that they made here with Cruella does not really relate to the Cruella that's in 101 Dalmatians. Not particularly. She's not nearly as self-involved as that Cruella is. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just kind of, you know, we made a different origin story for a different villain like and just kind of called it Cruella. Well, I mean, how else would you go about it with this one? It's like, if you've got to make, you know, joker basically but with our you know disney villain like how are you supposed to make this character likable to begin with i don't know i mean what's like to me what's likable about her is the way she's so self-absorbed and like you know doesn't care about anyone else and just cares about fashion and her own interests uh you know i would make that you know i wouldn't make the movie in the first place if we're being honest but if we had to make an origin story for her i don't know that we i just can't imagine an interesting one for her like the point is she just is self-involved and you know doesn't care about others like right and i'm sure by now y'all have seen all the tweets of like oh you know i was so rude uh in my thoughts about gaston but then i found out his parents were killed by a book reading woman and that's why you know his entire motivation and all this kind of stuff like we know we're not the first ones to point this out but the fact that. We had to come up with a motivation for our villain here, and it is murdered parents via Dalmatian. Like, right, but even in the original movie, like, she doesn't hate the dogs specifically. No. She doesn't care about them and just wants their fur. But it's not like, I hate all dogs and these dogs deserve yeah. to die. She's not on that level. It's know? honestly like we took the Descendants version of Cruella, <laughs> where Perhaps, it was like, yeah. you know, she was afraid of dogs or something, and that was her whole backstory in... Whatever else the fuck happened in Disney? Check, check out, out our, yeah, yeah. Check out our Descendants episodes in the archive. <laughs> R.I.P. to whatever his name is, Corey Cameron, Cameron, I think. something Cameron. Descendants Cameron. <laughs> R.I.P. to whoever's dead. Mama Cruella at the beginning of this movie, oh. which opens with uh, some Cusco narration here of you know that's me as a baby and. But wait, nobody liked me. I was a weird baby with weird hair that, you know, was... Everyone hated this baby, because that's a thing. People just walk around going like, ugh, that baby's ugly. Fuck that baby. (laughs) Right off the bat, I want to talk about the music in this movie. And the thing that annoyed me uh, is that, you know, we set the movie early on she mentions it's like 1964 when she goes to school or whatever yes the music in the 60s part of the movie comes from the 70s and yes. then when we get to the 70s we're listening to 60s music slash 80s with the clash yeah. song that plays at one point like we're just all over the and place and then like modern day it. covers of previous songs yeah you know? like there's a cover of whole lot of love which is definitely uh well i don't know if it was tina turner that was doing was it, it? Okay. yeah okay. so i don't know if it was modern or not but yeah good to know never know she never knew she did that it wasn't in the 70s though yeah i mean i don't know it said i can tina so it must have been hmm. fairly old i don't know my tina turner history <laughs> i mean i don't either i just recognize the voice uh <laughs> but that said i love super tramp so i was very yeah. excited about the opening song we do being open in the with movie. super tramp yeah get a lot of uh i mean we spent a lot of money on this soundtrack it's like super tramp rolling stones black sabbath like all kinds of shit by the end of it which at the time by the spoilers this movie is quite a bit longer than it needs to be that is accurate. so by the end it it's just kind of like well okay we're gonna keep playing good music i guess that'll keep me involved but <laughs> y'all could take it home by now but uh yeah baby cruella we we establish a very vague like split personality situation she's got here uh with you know being raised By her mother, who's like, no, you have to do it this way, you have to follow the rules, and she's like, bratty kid, like, I don't want to follow the rules, I want to do things my way, and at the same time, you've got, like, disaffected, sarcastic, uh, Emma Stone voice narrating, be like, yes, and then I did things my way, because I was a genius, and it's not immediately endearing, in my opinion, but, uh... Where you at on Emma Stone? Eh, I I will always think of Superbad when I see her in something. Yeah, super, she has definitely ascended past that level of film. Well, Superbad, I think Easy A is what I mm, think of. Yeah. So like, well, that would have been like her breakout, right? That was first starring guess. role. I I saw like half of that on TV once. I don't really recall. And then The Help is probably what most people consider mm. her. Like uh, maybe biggest movie. Well, I mean, she won an Oscar for La, La La Land. Yeah. Right. I did see that. I did not. You didn't miss anything. I don't know that I'm a fan. Emma, yeah. there I said it. She was also in Snakes on a Plane. How There's, do you feel about that there one? Was another Emma in this movie that I am a fan of. That is true. And I didn't know she was in it and I wrote down in my notes, <clears throat> Emma Thompson, fuck yeah, which is my reaction anytime she's in any movie. She can do no wrong. Like, what's your Emma Thompson miss of her career? Like, hmm. I don't think there is one. But yeah, so she's a troubled kid and anytime she's uh being too cruel and not following the rules or whatever, that's when her Mother tells her to, like, hey, no, that's the wrong part of your personality. That's not Estella. That's Cruella. So put Cruella away. You're going to be Estella. And she makes, she has weird black and white hair in in touch with the, you know, source material here. But, you know, her mom makes her put on a hat to cover that up because it's the 60s, I guess. You can't be walking around with crazy hair. I mean, I guess. But how much trouble is it to dye said hair? Also a good point. We're supposed to just believe she just has natural two-face hair? Like... (laughs) Um, and then we cut to her going to school, she meets some kids that are mean to her, but she also meets, uh, Anita, who, by the way, will be a kind of character, mostly in the background of this film, uh, because guess what, we gotta lay all this groundwork, gotta put all the existing characters in here somewhere. She also, while at school, makes friends with a horrible CGI stray dog. Yeah, uh, I just feel like we just don't need to do CGI dogs anymore. I don't know know if it's like an animal rights thing or we just think cheaper to use CGI. Maybe they say don't work with animals, but like they all look terrible every time this happens. Remember that fucking Call of the Wild movie that I didn't fucking see, but I saw the trailers for it forever with Harrison Ford. Did you ever see the movie The Artist? No, that's the black and white one. Yeah, silent, like movie. silent movie about silent movies, which has a dog in it that does all kinds of tricks and stuff. And it's he's great. The dog is fantastic because it's, it's, it's a shoot dog shoot dog. Like <laughs> if we used a CGI dog for that, it would be terrible. Yeah. And that's what we're doing now. Years after that movie came out with, you know, it always looks wrong. Like and spoilers, there's a bunch of dogs in this movie and they yeah. all, you know, get animated as opposed to using real dogs to do attack scenes and stuff yeah the dog that looks best is is wink which Mm -hmm. spoilers is a one-eyed dog named wink which is fantastic wears an eye patch the way no dog ever does like (laughs) if your dog loses an eye it doesn't need to cover it up it's just a thing like you see one-eyed dogs but it is fairly cute maybe it's like a nick fury thing and it didn't actually lose the eye and it's just you know maybe tricking people I know I watched whatever Marvel film you're referencing there, because I remember that scene. He did actually lose the eye, because the cat... Got, or not cat, it's got a name. The thing in, in uh, Captain Marvel. Nah. <laughs> this is information that's no longer in my brain. Okay. But yeah, she's a big troubled kid at the school. She's always fucking stuff up. Uh, and she gets all these black marks on her record, and we do a super montage of her being a problem, and she is about to get kicked out, but instead they quit go into the school instead Yeah. You know. the black marks on the white paper of course looking like dalmatian spots exactly obviously but it's a real you can't fire me we quit situation because her mom just storms out with her so she gets kicked out of school slash <clears throat> school and then her mom tells her there's only one other school she can go to. the only solution is to move to london there yeah. are just <laughs> they don't got a lot no of schools. other schools outside of the capital of the uk like, <laughs> There's one, whatever school she was going to, and anything that's in London. It's true. And I, you know, maybe people are endeared by this sort of thing, but there's just smarmy-ass conversations happening here between the mom and the daughter of just like, no, there's only one school for a genius. You gotta go to the genius school. It's like, yes, I am a genius, and all this kind of shit. And it's like, we did a bunch of montaging of her being a problem child. We didn't show any, like, uh you know real success any like genius intellect or creativity right also there was one scene where she knitted a thing and got in trouble for not following the rules but it wasn't like oh my god you're a savant here right yeah this is an enabling ass mom (laughs) that's what we've got but also like it's a single mom in the 60s pretty rare like yeah i assume she has to have it but she had a job before she had the kid so i assume she's working who's taking care of cruella in the first place like no wonder she's as wild as she is but it's a good point And we uh, get a little bit of backstory about her past job, but not what her job is, you know, at this point in the timeline. But uh, we got to go to London, and the mom's wearing her best outfit and a little necklace deal, and we don't know what she's going there for. But I wrote she was going to go seduce somebody to get them room and board, but apparently it didn't go in that direction. Uh, Uh, Cruella does point out the necklace, though, and says it's that necklace that cost me my life, or something like that. Yeah, future Cruella says that. Well, yeah, narrator Cruella says it. Because spoilers plot plot important necklace here but uh we drive up to hellman hall mayonnaise mansion <laughs> i was gonna make the same joke <laughs> damn it <laughs> but you know she's gonna inherit this place with all her like mayo family fortune <laughs> the heir to the hellman's regime she's told to lay low in the car while her mom goes up to this building we don't know what's going on in there they mention a baroness at some point yeah and all the people you see when they're pulling into the parking lot are dressed in 1700s garb right i assume this is just how nobility dresses at all times probably how they get down yeah i was confused as to how this was still 1964 and not 1764 here right but uh we walk in and yeah everyone's wearing powdered wigs and like opera glasses and shit and there's a fashion show going on big fancy gala we see uh notable bald actor mark strong in the background yeah bad guy from shazam is what i wrote down (laughs) i guess i know him from uh kingsman secret service primarily but i also mostly get him confused with stanley tucci who who i presume turned down this role because uh it sounded a little bit too much like uh devil wears prada two, and he didn't want to get typecast but Probably so. That's the direction this film goes in the middle. Speaking of Shazam, though, if you're out here sleeping on that movie, you want to check it out. It's a great movie. It takes place at Christmas time. You want to add mm. it to your Christmas list of movies? It's a good choice. I, I did not watch it. I, I remember know. the trailer looking funny. Yeah, I know a lot of the DC movies, uh, rightfully so, get a lot of uh, criticism. A lot of them are lacking uh, in a lot <laughs> as far as making good <laughs> movies. But Shazam, it's funny, it's entertaining, it's a good time. Check out Shazam! That's- <laughs> This take coming to you from three years ago when right, that movie no, okay. came out. More than that, probably. <laughs> the sequel's coming out soon, though. This one, I mean it. It really is the <laughs> sequel, and not one that came out two years ago. <laughs> coming out. So, soon. is there another Maleficent coming? Okay. Just the two, as far as I know, you just watched a two-year-old trailer. <laughs> or oh, I just remembered a trailer that I saw two years ago and thought it was like last I don't week. I wonder if that's coming out. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that shit. I don't care when it comes out. Oh, Lord. So. Cruella is told to lay low and then immediately doesn't So uh, kids don't listen to their parents yeah. Disney. we've definitely got a we tried to make a lovable rogue situation but didn't actually make the rogue lovable here which we've noticed that issue with a lot of Disney films over the years uh, but yeah so she runs in and gets involved and causes a huge scene at the gala and then all of a sudden she gets the, the dog sicked on her because by the way there's some guard dogs here that of course are Dalmatians Uh, vicious attack dalmatians yeah i didn't know that was a thing (laughs) it's like a junkyard cat situation here like those things are supposed to be you know putting out fires and shit they're not supposed to be the tough dogs (laughs) they're not the cops they're the firefighters right and uh again cgi looks bad and that never gets better as the film goes on but cruello runs out out of the big fancy mansion and falls down and thinks, you know, the dogs are gonna just tear her to shreds, but they leap over her and then keep running and then immediately just dropkick her mom off a (laughs) cliff. Like it's fantastic go back and just watch that scene over and over again the, just the absurdity of these three dogs right. running at a woman and her going oh no like i of course saw the fucking like tweets and shit explaining how this is why you know this is cruella's whole motivation mom killed by dalmatians but like i maybe i read it wrong i thought they like ran out in the road and caused a car crash or something it's like nope these are just murdering ass dogs <laughs> and like how she's standing next to a cliff but like how does a dog run at that speed and jump into her without the dog also falling off a cliff like dogs don't bounce back yeah it doesn't make any sense later on in the movie when another character goes over the same cliff (laughs) she's barely touched on the shoulders and goes oh no oh which i guess it was it'll make we'll talk about Uh, it but it also looks ridiculous (laughs) uh yeah how the fuck did the dog even do that without flying over the edge to fucking drop kicked a bitch is what I wrote. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so this, we're closing in on our, our opening scene here. And my main takeaway from it was like, I really wish there wasn't the future sassy Cruella voice going on. Because like, we get to have some fairly sad stuff, uh, you know, as, as the scene plays out because her mom is dead. She's lost on her own. She's an orphan. You know, she makes new orphan friends who spoilers are Horace and Jasper and also their dog wink but like the whole time we get future cruella going like oh i was so alone how would i ever take over the world like this and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. like i just hate her fucking attitude about it and it takes away from like what could be a sad little short film here so uh, as is a trope for all of our episodes we want a narrator all the time <laughs> yeah, I and mean, then now we've got a very one good point unhappy with <laughs> it. who should have narrated them you think i vote for horace <laughs> yeah that could be good just getting getting details wrong all the way and like (laughs) spoilers horace is the best part of this movie which i think could also be said about 101 dalmatians if we're being honest yeah like you know for being a legendary film at all it is middling in our review score for each of us well the going back to 101 dalmatians the opening part of it is really good with like pongo trying to find you know the mate for his his pet roger and Mm -hmm. all of that like that seemed like it could have been an interesting premise for the movie and then two minutes later they've already you know gotten married and now then we start a new plot which is kind of what happens here as cruella grows up like she sort of we jumped to 10 years ahead we got horace and jasper and cruella and both of the, their dogs i don't even remember cruella's dog like we gave cruella a dog and then made that dog play a sick and fiddle to a cuter dog that's right yeah her dog Just is an odd choice do a whole lot throughout the he's always around but he yeah. doesn't really contribute much compared to wink and wink is the one whose name we remember but she blames herself from her for her mom's death runs away um and ends up sleeping <laughs> alone in a park and that's when uh she meets horace and jasper jake's laughing right well horace and jasper immediately ask like you know, they're sympathetic to it, and they're like, hey, you want to join our gang? You know, we're orphans too. And and then I just wrote, can you have a gang of two people? Like, <laughs> that's like, can you join our club? Like, let's get this, let's wheel this back a little bit. But yeah, they they become a pickpocket family. Uh, and also, these dogs should be fairly fucking old by this point, but they're very limber still. and We jump ten years ahead, but the dogs are still getting it done. Keep in mind what Cruella looks like, though, right? She's got her white and black hair, she looks fairly dirty mm. she's got her like punk ass rebellious clothes that she's worn from her school and then either i think it's horace maybe it's jasper uh says you know we need her on the team to be a, an innocent looking distraction or whatever and it's like no one is looking at this wild ass girl it's at a, a good time point. where no one is allowing their kids to dye their hair or whatever it's like true uh you know and so no one's gonna look at that girl and be like oh look how innocent she is or whatever and not notice the other two guys if anything she looks like the criminal mastermind from the start here. Yeah, I would agree with that. For but us. but what if she puts on a hat? That's, that was her mom's whole thing. Yeah, that's true. It's like, you gotta be Estella now, put on a hat, don't be Cruella. But ten years go by and they become the best thieves around. We, which we then cut to them immediately getting caught, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> the best thieves in and London. And even though we established that they're the best thieves in London, there's a part later on where... Where Cruella explains the heist to them as if they've never stolen anything (laughs) before. Like, it's the most like, wait, are they good at this or not? But then, uh, the whole time this is going on, we keep showing that, uh, Cruella does still want to be a fashion designer. She wants to go work at the big fashion place, which it had a name, but I just wrote big fashion place in capital letters, it, right which it Jasper is. being the good guy of the two, uh, goes and gets her, yep, you know, sneaks, sneaks an application in for right. her. H.J. gets her a job. <laughs> That's and not what that means. And not <laughs> even for stealing. <laughs> What? Horace and Jasper. Oh, yeah. Every time, I just wrote down H.J. H.J. got her a job, and she didn't even have to steal anything. That's true. You got something there. cleaning lady. Yeah, she becomes the cleaning lady at the big fashion place, and, uh, gee, sure, life sure is hard for the future dog murderer here, like... That's I'm sure they don't want it to be but that's always in the back of your mind when you're watching this like why are we trying to do this with this character revolt It all doesn't things? make any sense. Why don't we just make this movie about Anita like have her want to be a fucking fashion person and then we can do Devil Wears Prada because that's how this goes from here on. And it's but they get her the job and and Horace assumes uh that it's an angle that it's you know they're going to try to rob these people. Jasper keeps you know making it known that it's not going to be an angle right it's just an opportunity for Cruella who doesn't need to be a thief for the rest of her life yeah we kind of tease that like Jasper's you know the not buffoon of the he's the only like good guy in the movie even though he's you know a pickpocket he cares for Cruella and wants to help her and but like it is uh you know hurt by the way Cruella starts to treat him later in the movie whereas Jasper's you know. Stuff and food in his mouth and trying to... Horace's stuff and food in his mouth. Horace's stuff and food in his mouth and trying to plan their next caper or whatever and not really that uh, sympathetic, I suppose. So she becomes a cleaning lady. Her boss... She keeps trying to share her fashion ideas. Her boss is not interested in hearing them. But then, of course, she gets fired and then gets unfired and then, like, goes goes rogue and designs her own shit. She has what I wrote down as a trash mishap where (laughs) she's trying to throw away a whole bunch of garbage. She sees... Horace and Jasper, well, no, she tries to throw the stuff away. One of the bags explodes, gets all over, she's covered in trash and looking sad, gets locked out. And so then I wrote down, now there's an angle. I just assumed that was going to be the thing that pushed them over the edge, especially since she sees them. It's true. Right then, and it's like, oh, now she's going to be cool with robbing these people. But nope, she just walks back in. Uh, and gets in more trouble for having a banana on her face yep. um, and eating it. So then she gets punished, and her punishment is more cleaning. Like, You're it's right. not, a, not a real punishment, punishment. is... He even says, like, I should fire you. And I'm like, yeah, you should. Why haven't you? Like, she's the fucking trash lady. And she, like, caused a big scene and then walked through your ritzy-ass store, like, berating the customers. Yeah, so. I also wrote down, there would have been way more sexual harassment, right? Like, walls are dumb or whatever, but, like, I feel like there's a whole lot of just you know casual 70s sexual harassment that we just i over and decided yeah, we're not just to pretending include. that's not a thing but it would have made her more sympathetic true i feel like this movie could work better as an origin story for catwoman than for corella it kind of like, is especially when she starts to go all heel and destroy stuff yeah like, like picture like, her spray painting the whole place black you know right and they're like the best um pickpockets around and stuff and yep. like why don't we just make a Catwoman movie? And she like, basically starts committing loads of supervillain crimes and, like, painting her name yeah, all over the city exactly. in later scenes. Like, she's a Gotham supervillain. Why not just go Catwoman? She could still hate dogs. You could cram that in there. <laughs> it makes sense. Anyway, while she's uh, staying late to clean some more... She gets uh, really drunk and destroys some shit. Exactly. And then... And passes goes, out in the window. Right. But also, like, I'm gonna do my own fashion here on our window display... And, of course, creates the super-duper cool fashion thing. I'm going to use all the great fashion terms for this. (laughs) She makes a big fashion thing in the window, and even though she's drunk and hungover and, you know, looks like crap, then she's about to get fired, but, of course, here comes the Baroness. And she... Right. And everyone is distracted by her entrance and can't take the time to actually fire uh, Cruella. Right. And, uh, yeah, the Baroness, played by Emma Thompson. Fuck yeah, Uh, Emma Thompson. Exactly. And, uh... Yeah, she arrives and immediately was like, this store sucks, fuck you guys. But that display looks pretty good. Uh, who made it and, you know, which I'm confused like isn't this her store or is it they just car- they're they're carrying, they're her, just carrying her designs? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore that then. Uh but so the baroness hires uh Cruella and then HJ starts to rob the place. <laughs> True. <laughs> they just do. Casually in the background. Sticky Fingers HJ all right. over the place. They're <laughs> the wet bandits. Yeah. No, they're the sticky <laughs> <laughs> bandits. Fair enough and um, yeah then they spoilers just run away from all the cops that are on the scene and get away with it because this is going to be a recurring theme running away from cops seems super easy in this world like i guess the london police force was the biggest joke of all fucking movie to him, apparently so. so the baroness makes it clear that she needs looks and that's why she has uh hired cruella or estella at this point we finally hear a 70s song in the 70s as we hear fire by the Ohio Ohio players. Um, and then we go to the Glam Rock store, which it happens to just be across the street, I guess. Which I believe uh, there was a lot of headlines uh, in the press coming around for this movie about this being Disney's latest first gay character in film because that, spoilers, the past 10 Disney films have had some sort of gay character shuffled over to the side, you know, not actually, mostly in the film. But we can put out headlines and make it look like good press, because, uh... Right, I mean, it, this guy seems to fit in the time period, though. Totally. Like Like, rock was yeah. a thing. And um, it's the British fashion industry. Like, of course there would be gay men around. Like, exactly. <laughs> Also, they're... like, does he even do anything gay? Like, no, other than no, wear makeup? exactly. Like... But if we made fucking headlines about this shit, clearly, so... Which, by the way, Happy Pride Month, everybody. Provided <laughs> this comes out in June, um, <laughs> who's to say, really? Uh, but yeah, Disney, like all the other corporate brands, are having you know all sorts of like we love everybody Pride tweets. And you know, if you pay attention to creators that actually worked for Disney in the past, uh, their real feelings on it. Like Alex Hirsch is out there on Twitter saying, you know, how he was explicitly told to cut any gay romance from his cartoons on disney and then now disney's like praising everybody Uh, just something to keep in mind every time we shuffle a gay character into this tiny corner of this film that can be edited out for its releases in other countries that aren't cool with that shit speaking of other countries not being cool with shit uh and our other interest in this podcast you want to talk about the john cena uh incident all righty where he got in trouble for calling taiwan a country this is a thing (laughs) he did Um, where, and then had to apologize to China. Yeah. <laughs> Which, the idea of, like, had to apologize to China is a funny thing, too. Like, dear China. it's <laughs> a good point. Which, I mean, he does speak <clears throat> Chinese. That's been a thing people know about John Cena for, well, maybe not a lot of people know. Yeah. But that is a thing that he, you know, has exhibited a few times uh, that he's able to do. And like, it's going to be in the new Fast and the Furious film. I hear those do super big in China, right? Which is along why with he had, probably most of the films that he's in. Which is why he had to apologize. And I'm not even really mad at him about it. Like, uh, I I don't I understand why he did it. It's just kind of shitty and weak, <laughs> right? Sure, but like. It's in his best interest for his movies to be shown there. Like, if his movie studio wanted to stand up and make that standpoint, or make a stand there, that would be one thing. But, like, it's in his interest. Like, why take the time to make a movie and then torpedo its chances of being... I don't know, but... It's a no-win situation. Because, you know, if you need money from the supervillain, one of many supervillain countries, (laughs) then you gotta go, you know, play by their rules, but... We're not owned by them, and uh, Taiwan, totally a country. I'll go on the record saying that. Absolutely. (laughs) At this, you know, we're going to be kicked off the air in China now. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm such a big fan of Winnie the Pooh on an unrelated note. What a great film franchise. Fuck yeah, Winnie. (laughs) Where were we? Let's see. Needs looks. Glam Glam rock. We went the Art is the the glam rock man's name. Mm -hmm. He's going to provide uh cruella with clothes and then not appear in large sections of the film roger is a lawyer the next thing i wrote yeah so yeah we meet of course we have to meet other other characters from 101 dalmatians we meet roger who is a lawyer slash musician uh i didn't know you could i figured if you're a lawyer you were making enough money to not need a side hustle but right i don't understand i mean i get we're trying to shoehorn in as many characters as possible right but like he doesn't why did we decide to make him a lawyer like he's a struggling musician that's kind of his whole thing we did wonder about like the financial situation of roger and anita maybe he had lawyer money stashed away and they were living off that i guess that could make some sense he's played by the same actor that plays nandor in uh what we do in the shadows so i really just wanted him to be on screen more than he was but (laughs) he's not really a large part of the film also pretty shaggy looking dude like i didn't know i mean it's the 70s it i suppose 70s, yeah. yeah but really like beatles looking hair and a big beard and a suit like that seems like a very 2020s look for a lawyer i would assume they'd have to be very buttoned up and clean shaven at the time but maybe not uh and then yeah cruella estella whatever is now working her way up in this uh fashion industry and is uh, we basically just skip to the first act of Devil Wears Prada, where Meryl Streep <laughs> treats her like shit. We've reached the second act, where she starts listening to all her ideas and thinking she has something. Right, because the Baroness is never really cruel to to Cruella at any point, really. Like, not really. I mean, a little rude cruel at, cruel at times. She's cruel to those around her, yes. but like, she's not really ever that... She always acts like she's competent, right? at least. But then, we realize she's wearing the necklace that... <gasps> Because we didn't mention this, but Cruella lost the necklace when oh, yeah. <laughs> when she was a kid, and her mom got dog murdered. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the Baroness has the necklace that uh, Cruella was told before was a family heirloom, and now right, uh, and then you know Cruella even asked some questions about it, like where you get this, and she's like, oh, this was stolen from me in the past, and I've got it back, and blah and blah blah. And She flashes back in her memory and remembers the Baroness blowing the dog whistle. It's true that. Cost the dogs to run and I thought we enti- Daniel Bryan <laughs> dropkick them over the edge. Pretty much. I thought we entirely established here that the Baroness was the murderer of her mom, which we do this same scene again like 20 minutes later, and it was a little puzzling. Like, I thought yeah. I thought Cruella got all the backstory at this point, but apparently I, she needed a little more. I don't know. Anyway, so she so, wants to steal the necklace back. Right, and there's going to be the black and white ball which there were probably plenty of those in the seventies. So I would think when I wrote down now it's a heist movie. That's what yep. we're doing. And then, so she explains all the steps that they'll have to go through to do this. Like you do in a heist movie, of but course. these guys have been robbing people for years. They could probably just do a, we're going to do an 86. Like, you know, <laughs> you would think like, so, but we better explain it all to the audience. Uh...
1: So so. it's
0: a total voiceover. She's going to take her nine minute nap here and then I'll walk down the hallway and figure out where this is. And uh, you'll have to cut the wires here. Right. Look out where the cameras are. We meet a French security man here uh, for the one with the French background. I assume you knew what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So she tried to pretend she didn't know. uh, Well, when she gets caught, she says something about, you know, where's where are the toilets or whatever. And then he can actually speak French and she's thrown off by this and just starts saying (laughs) we over and over again. Um, And then he just tells her in English where the bathroom is. Um, So that was a fun little moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, While they're planning out this heist, Jasper does try to talk uh, Cruella out of all this. Because he's like, you could just keep working there and keep being successful in the industry. Yeah, you like this job. There's no reason to do all this. Yeah, I mean, it's just a necklace. Right. But no, this is my family heirloom. I have to have this. And then at this point, she also decides to stop being... uh, almost said Drizella that's like a <laughs> that's a Cinderella sister what is Estella she decides to stop being Estella and start being Cruella so she dyes her hair back but keeps the Estella wig which she just had a wig that looked identical to her regular hair laying on hand uh I don't know and at this point I wrote this is like a Mick Foley Cactus Jack situation here it's like <laughs> oh you messed with the wrong guy you right know? I think that my fans would like a substitute at this job, and I think you know the guy. And then <laughs> takes off his shirt to reveal a different shirt. Uh, okay. So we disguise the eye patch dog as a rat and sneak in as yep. you know. Of course, does a fantastic job there as an exterminator. <clears throat> yep. And this is the funky cover of Whole Lot of Love that apparently is. Uh, I can t- I can Tina Turner. Who knew? So late sixties, early seventies, I guess. And then here we see grown-up Anita. She comes back into the film. Yeah, I really she's... thought that was just going to be a random cameo of their school days. Yeah, I did days. too. I was disappointed to see her again, but okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess you're still here. Yeah. So she she's a reporter. A reporter, a fashion reporter. Mm-hmm. Taking pictures on the scene. Also she see the angry Dalmatians again. She later upgrades to no job in 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah. Stay at home, nothing, because they don't have kids. I mean, 60s but not 60s because 70s, but... uh, (laughs) We're in some sort of time hole. Whatever. But, you know, it's the black and white ball. You know, Anita, as the reporter there, wore something with color on it, and the Baroness, you know, shames her for it. And at this point, Cruella arrives, and her whole plan is to upstage the Baroness. And so she walks in wearing this white... Like trench coat looking thing that apparently is made out of like fucking flash paper because yeah, it's not a trench coat though it has like a it's like a like a cloak like <laughs> yeah. it's got a like hood right yeah and uh, she just drops a match and the whole thing disappears in a puff of smoke she's totally fine and wearing a bright red dress uh, which we reveal was one of the baroness's design but she says she you know Corella says she fixed it or something which is you know ouch sting right what an yeah. insult. And then the Baroness says to, she sticks all her security guards on her, but spoilers are the worst security guards ever. Like they fight her like Bruce Lee style of let's all come in one at a time. <laughs> but she did warn them like, cause she's randomly a badass that we haven't of discussed. Of course. Yes. Any point. We'll just like, add that in. If all six of you come at me, you will eventually win. But the first two are going to get hurt pretty badly. Right. Which, you know. And then they all come in one at a time and all get bopped with the cane. Like, <laughs> right it's pretty ridiculous weapon that she had they're all still baffled how she could have attacked them with this like by the way she's suddenly rorschach from watch is like you're not trapped or wait i'm not trapped in here with you you're trapped in here with me by the way i'm a fucking fashion designer (laughs) like we have not established that she she was a fighter before i mean i guess she was a wild kid in school or whatever and she's been living on the streets right but like she's still like tiny and yeah believably going to whip all of these security guards but somehow she does and then we at the same time this is going on horace and jasper are doing all this heist shit in the background sneaking around cutting cameras we find out there's there are actually rats in the building which i thought was pretty funny uh and they're like horace is like jasper is like scared of them he's like ah what are you doing here when it's funny to see the person dressed as a exterminator actually afraid of rats but right. We do all this to look into a, uh, you know, to break into a safe to find the necklace, and spoilers, the safe's empty, the necklace is on, you know, Emma Thompson's neck the whole time. Which you think they would have thought of, but I guess it was the black and white ball, and it's a red necklace, so they thought, there's no way she could wear that. But, of course, the only one allowed to break the rules is the Baroness, obviously. Of course. This is where my notes uh, get less good as I'm just watching and being baffled along the way. Yeah, so just kind of waiting for the movie to... Right. Anita is a reporter. Angry Dalmatians wearing necklace. Steals necklace. Steal dogs. Get necklace. (laughs) Pretty much hot potato going on with the necklace here for a little bit. This is the scene where we're like, by the way, I killed your mom. It's like, I thought we already knew that. Why are we doing this again? Right, yeah. Uh, But then we... Yeah, we, we try to steal the necklace, we drop it, one of the Dalmatians eats it for no reason, and then we just go, okay, well, we'll kidnap the Dalmatians, and then they do that in the next scene. Uh, we drive away in an American car for some reason, because all the other cars were definitely, you know, right-side driving, and not this one. Then she goes full Cruella. Uh, she knows how to, this is where <coughs> she knows how to hotwire the car, yes. but doesn't know how to drive a car. No, well, I mean, she does drive it, she just... Not well, no, like... <laughs> She she doesn't have a license. Maybe because the steering wheel's on the wrong side. Maybe she just doesn't know how to drive an American car. Throws off her whole thing. Right. But she knew where all the wires were for wiring it. So they escape in, you know, spoilers, it's the same car from the cartoon. And we get away because, you know, again, cops are following us, but cops are not a threat at any point in this movie. So we go back to the lair and uh, we tell Horace and Jasper to go capture the dogs and uh and that's when they start to be like wait what like why are we doing this like we need to lay low all this kind of shit uh and there's sort of a a schism now between them um and then we go visit anita we start trying to bully her into helping i don't remember how or why oh because she starts running uh newspaper articles about like oh shit check out this new cruella lady she's great everybody the fashion world set ablaze by cruella and uh, we immediately dognap the Dalmatians from the groomers in the next scene, right? With no which difficulty, it seemed all. incredibly easy, like <laughs> right. They... And then they take the dogs back to the lair. Cruella sees them, tells them the next part of the plan, or whatever. Then she goes to work. And presumably hours later, finally, uh, finally, the Baroness gets a phone call saying yeah. the dogs have been taken, yeah. like, which, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe they tried to fix it themselves for so long. We or, didn't want to tell her or her people didn't want to tell <laughs> right. her and they tried to put it off as long as they could, hoping that hoping the dogs would just turn up. I don't know. It's but. like, uh, in Star Wars episode one, when they're like, you didn't tell them about the missing Jedi. No need to report that until we have something to report. Like, <laughs> obviously, Why pass the news along until we realize we can't fix it? Right. Yeah, incredibly convenient and easy to steal these Dalmatians. And then they're just living at the apartment because we're waiting for one of them to shit out this necklace. But, like, we're about to do six montages. Like, it could be a period of weeks could have passed here. No necklace shows up. Like, this dog needs to go to the vet at this point. He has a blockage. This is a problem. But, you know, just keep waiting. It'll show up eventually. It'll be fine. Your dog doesn't need to poop for six weeks. What could go wrong? It's a CGI dog. <laughs> like, it doesn't actually poop. That's 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 why it never came out. Fair enough. They figured it out. They just didn't realize that. <laughs> no. until They were they... fooled by, oh, I thought it was a real dog. It looks so realistic. We keep cramming in uh, uh, Easter eggs for everybody, because spoilers, the Dalmatians love watching TV. That's a thing. They start watching soccer with uh, Horace and you're making a lot of gurgly sounds over there <laughs> speaking of cgi stuff did you ever uh did you watch this the second spider-man movie which what? the one with jake gyllenhaal and the okay the second new spider-man yes no far from home i missed right. that one. well major spoilers the bad guy uh <laughs> pretends to be a good guy fighting these monsters but it turns out the monsters aren't real they're just being projected by this <laughs> army of drones that are around him okay uh, that's the jake gyllenhaal <clears throat> mysterio character and so, yeah, no one realizes that there aren't real monsters. They're just <laughs> noticing these drones that, you know, or they're just, you know, looking at the projections. I feel like that's what's going on with these dogs. No, everyone, no one realizes they're not actually dogs. <laughs> but then where did the necklace go? I don't know. The, there's still explosions coming from these fake monsters because the drones are blowing stuff up. In the, It's a good movie. Check it out. <laughs> it's an elaborate plot for a villain. Uh, I mean, I feel like, from what I've heard, it's fairly on brand for who Mysterio is. I don't know a whole lot about Spider-Man villains, but... Me neither. Uh, Mysterio was definitely in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 video game. I was... I thought we were going to talk about the Spider-Man computer game that we had. Oh, the cartoon maker. Yeah, that we we were did have that shit really good at. Like... <laughs> good at making cartoons. No, we like... were terrible at it. Like we like did you know because you could like talk and like do voiceover <clears throat> and stuff and like we didn't know who any of the characters were and so we just made stupid ass like sounds. I was and... going to say like yeah, give two kids a microphone and a computer, like they'll have <laughs> loads of fun with it. And then I realized what we're doing right now. Yeah, not much has changed because we still don't know a whole lot more. Not really. Um, At this point, Baroness starts... She's questioning Mark Strong, who has some sort of name in this film and doesn't... Not one that I'm aware of. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't learn it. He becomes super important later for what I assumed was a background character. But maybe you don't hire Mark Strong to be a background character. I don't know. But uh, she's talking with him and seems to be suspecting that uh, Cruella is the kid from the past at her ball or whatever because of the hair right we don't learn the other plot point later on about right. how this kid is close to her right but uh, she does remember the incident at the ball or whatever And she seemingly doesn't suspect that estella is cruella yet because Estella's still working here and still advancing Jasper's still not enjoying the ways being treated by cruella which you know fast forward to 101 dalmatians seems to have no problems with it like right they, they yeah. just become total like loser idiots that will follow her anywhere then Corilla has a plan where Horace and jasper break in is am i jumping ahead uh we got to do like three more montages this movie is like 60 percent montage uh like she shows up and spray paints her name on shit she shows up in a garbage truck and oh, then yeah, lets out the garbage yeah, and drives wrote, off in a garbage yeah, dress Corella takes all of the baroness's attention and press but he's right this is how she does it with incidents like this um, right where she ruins all her events. Right, and at this point, the Baroness goes and confronts Anita, who's post you know, not posting, this is in the past, <laughs> but the post, like, <laughs> what is it called? It's post writing, writing, editorial, writing? Editor- publishing? editorial, publishing is the word, publishing all this shit. She's the J. Jonah Jameson of this movie, like, she's getting the pictures from Spider-Man, but doesn't know that it is Spider-Man, and won't reveal this oh to, she does uh, know though because she went to school with her right? okay never mind because <laughs> she knows that the, there's only one person in all of England with you know white and <laughs> black hair. hair Sia's not around yet it couldn't be her like also I literally just said two hair <laughs> makes perfect sense okay so then estella is making you know more and more dresses for the baroness here and then she makes one that's like super pretty and gold and has all the. it's i thought it was like made out of bullets but apparently it's made out of something else we'll show that later and then she does it and she shows it to the baroness and the baroness says i've done it again uh, immediately so i thought that was pretty clever and then this confused me for a minute but now we're at jasper and horace are breaking in and uh <clears throat> they even say like you know because there's one sleeping guard in front of them and they say like you know are you sure we got to do this and it's like yeah Cruella said we have to let them know we were here that's the whole point or whatever and I thought we were breaking in once to like get all the dresses locked away somewhere else and then we we're gonna break in again like <laughs> rather than just doing it in one go like we broke in once to throw them off the scent <laughs> 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 like this is gonna work I yeah never it's, it's a complicated plan but it was way more complicated than I thought we were doing, because, spoilers, she somehow got, like, a bazillion moth larva pupa egg things. There is, well, they're the gold things that are on the dress. Right. right. How did she get those? They it's were the 70s. They Ain't were sh- no Amazon. How'd she do that? <laughs> well, that's a good point. But that, that, they came in in a different incident when uh, Horace delivers them, or whatever she says. Right. What a handsome delivery man, or whatever. Like. Yes, and that's when we make the dress. But that's not why they're breaking in here. Like, Well, the break-in causes her to hide all the dresses away in the locked vaults. Oh, vault. I see. Okay, That's the step-by-step. Okay. But yeah, I know, I think you can buy, like, ladybugs and bees through the mail and shit now. But, right, like... but it would take a while. Yeah. <laughs> and how, who do you call? <laughs> Who's your fucking moth larva person? <laughs>
1: yeah, you got a guy know. for
0: that in London? I, I don't. <laughs> so yeah, they come in through the window on this, like, you know, giant thick ass ropes or whatever and they right. wake up the guard and then somehow fat ass Horace <laughs> is able to climb up this rope no big deal I'm not buying it <laughs> even with that one Barney Fife guard there's no <laughs> way he got up that rope that fast he's a master pickpocket he's very like limber and can do all sorts of parkour uh, okay <laughs> anyway they do this plan and they put the i'm saying they way too much the pronouns <laughs> the protagonists run the number six on them here baroness puts all her dresses including the fancy dress in the vault that all the moths hatch and then we open the vault for the big gala and all the dresses have been destroyed because moths be eating shit um so the other day i got bored enough uh, at work to look up how to say moth in french and it turns out in both in french and spanish they're just called night butterflies (laughs) they don't have words for them in in either uh language so it makes sense kind of like that just night butterflies (laughs) that sounds more adorable i don't know well anyway she lets loose the night butterflies (laughs) and they eat up all the dresses um and then she shows up in uh, to the gala wearing, you know, as sheesh, Cruella. So Cruella arrives to the gala to show up the Baroness, and she's wearing a white and black spotted coat, and the Baroness wait, says, she's that, murdered the, my Dalmatian. We didn't even talk about the, she has another part of the plan where everyone else who shows up is dressed like, that's a later scene. Oh, that's a different, that's, okay. She has 14 galas a year, apparently. <laughs> okay. This is an earlier gala. So many gala. different uh, I don't know, schemes throughout this, it's like. true. But the Baroness says, she's murdered my Dalmatians. Uh, Because, spoilers, the the Dalmatians, will later reveal, are still alive. They're very friendly with Cruella and Horace and Jasper at this point. You know, they've been... They've had a babyface turn, I guess. Right, Horace uh, bonds with them over soccer. Right. Because Dalmatians watch TV. Because, remember that from the first movie. Also, he's eating Cocoa Krispies or whatever from the commercial. We gotta put in all these Easter eggs. So... At this point, the Baroness is done screwing around. She follows. Uh, it, did we do the rock show yet? Did that happen? Yeah, because so she didn't take there. Okay, yeah, so then that's go what Outside, and, and that's when the rock After show interrupting happens. the gala, all the crowd runs away from all these moths and goes to. By the way, there's a rock show, fashion show going yeah, on. badass, like fountains and lights and stuff. Right, which and then the crowd that ran away go over here like i know it's the 70s like but like jasper can play guitar and like art is right. a singer and, right yeah. all this stuff we haven't really spent any time on and would the ritzy like fashion show crowd also go to this weird like punk rock show in the middle of the streets <laughs> while running away from a cloud of moths i don't i don't know <laughs> night butterflies right it seems very strange uh but then we see the dalmatian coat and Now the Baroness is done fucking around, and she follows Horace and Jasper home and ties everybody up and tries to burn the whole place down and kill Cruella and frame Horace and Jasper for it. During this, she definitely ends this scene by going like, okay, Dalmatians, let's go, and not like, oh, wait, you're not dead. You're still alive. This is good news. Like, no reaction to that at all. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess I think that was really just to say, like, actually she's not so cruella's not so bad yet she's not actually murdering dogs right she's just and even she'll say things like this like oh you know i might have to kill the dogs or i might have to kill her or something and then she'll say like oh i'm just joking you you know i'm just joking about these things uh right but with the baroness showing up in their hideout or whatever we see that she is not playing around she is cool with murdering people right um we get that really cool line of hers later on in the movie i don't you know where it's like you killed my mom you're gonna have to be more specific (laughs) like it's true that is that that felt like it came out of a marvel movie or something like picture loki saying that shit badass though Mm -hmm. and then cruella's all tied up the apartment's on fire horace and jasper are going to jail it's everything's super bleak at this moment but then a shadowy figure in the background uh you know breaks in and saves the two dogs try to chew the ropes off of her but obviously that's not going to work right but shadowy figure comes in and who's it gonna be like because it could have we could have picked any background character i was actually thinking it was a different one i thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be baroness's assistant wearing the glasses was going to turn out to secretly be a good guy but nope. turns out it's mark strong's character uh And we get the giant info dump. Uh. Right, yeah. He saves her. He has the necklace. He's got all kinds of stuff. By the way, I picked up this dog turd on the ground while I was there and the necklace was in it. Right, So he has a necklace, the necklace has a key, the key opens a lockbox, which has her birth certificate in it, because by the way... Yeah, we did a full-on Yzma thing here, (laughs) like, I'll put that in a box, and put that in another box, and mail it to myself. Pretty much. uh, But no, the lockbox has her birth certificate in it, and I even thought we were going the complete opposite direction, because I thought Mark Strong was going to be her dad, and, you know, had Cruella with cruella's mom out of you know wedlock or something like that and by the way i'm your dad i'm here to save everything we didn't even do that turns out the baroness is cruella's mother there was a baron who was cruella's dad he's dead now don't think about him too much because he's not a character right well (laughs) sir not appearing in this film he spiraled uh, after well keep going right so the baroness had cruella didn't want cruella uh in ordered mark strong to take her away uh which was, she was vague about what she actually wanted done with, you know, the baby. But he, by the way, f- just finds Cruella's mom, who worked for Cruella, and it's kind of implied they had a love situation going I on. He also. says, like, she is the most lovely person ever. I'll never speak of her again or something. Right. Yeah. But and anyway, so dumps the kid with her. She runs off away. And yeah, necklace key lockbox exposition is how I ended that. <laughs> Anyway, so then the Baron, when he believes that his child has died or whatever, uh, spirals out from there, gets all sad and ends up dying. That's, he gives the necklace to the Baroness at that point, um, or actually before she has the child or whatever to be an heirloom that's passed down, she kept the necklace and got rid of the kid. Yeah. Yes. And then presumably the Cruella's mother stole the necklace and ran away. Because somehow it ended up I over this i don't, don't know. know this just reminded me of growing up we had all of our birth certificates and important <laughs> stuff in a lockbox. we but had the, two lock the lockbox was not locked it was in the unlocked <laughs> lockbox. we had a different locked lockbox. and then one day in a big cleanup we found the key to the locked lockbox. and then oh what a great it's mystery like al capone's be, vault it it here is what anything. it was what's gonna be in this box oh man and we opened it up and it was like a hand towel yeah not even like uh like it was an evidence hand towel like it had some sort of stain on it no it's just just a towel in a, a towel in a box. box what did we do we locked that some bitch <laughs> back and put the key away and left it locked up in that lock box and presumably dad still has the unlocked lock box full of stuff because i don't know where my birth certificate is and oh. at some point i might need it again yeah, so you can get a new one but let's yeah. hope so at some point i got to get one of those fancy driver's license and also my passport's expired oh. so yeah i don't know they keep moving the deadline on that um i hope they move it to never because right. fuck this well, i think <laughs> yeah you're supposed to need it if you're gonna fly anywhere but if you're not flying anywhere then you know i feel like and god bless all the protesters out there that are actually trying to get stuff done in today's day and age but like we should have rewound about three years and started mass protesting the fucking stupid fancy driver's licenses that they want for people to fly like everyone should have gone no we're not doing this change your (laughs) mind government and... It was when I got mine. It was a pain in the ass like mm-hmm. cause I didn't have. I had two of the forms of ID, but not three. Or I, it was some sort of bullshit, and I had to go to three different places, and it was a whole thing. Also, whenever they stop deferring student loans, none of us should pay. Go back to paying them. We should just say nope. It's done. So <laughs> you had your take, chance. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this shit anymore. <laughs> they can't arrest all of us. <laughs> so Cruella then steals a motorcycle to go somewhere and talk to nobody for the next scene because well, she just talking doesn't do her mom at the fountain or her her birth mom but yeah what fountain didn't she go <laughs> back to the, the park? park yeah okay yeah. was that an important place yeah she always goes back there even horace and jasper said it at one point like that's her every time she gets upset she goes back to that park this was the park definitely... she was supposed to go with her mom the regents this... park or regency park or something about park <laughs> this is definitely the like If this movie gets nominated, (laughs) like, God willing, that uh, Emma Stone gets a Best Actress nomination for this. This is the scene we're going to play during the Oscar situation where she's performing this big soliloquy. And the whole time I just wanted to zoom out and reveal her, like, talking to a statue or something. And, like, passerby is, like, just looking at this weird two-haired, hair toned lady just talking to nobody in the park. Yeah, I wanted it to be like Anchorman and just like, turns out Horace and Jasper have been sitting there <laughs> listening the whole time. We've been here literally the whole time. We heard everything you just said. Like News team, assemble! Right. Hey, Ron. <laughs> um, but, the, wait, but instead, she has to go break them out of jail. Yes. Which so. she does by getting disguised as a... Uh, garbage truck driver so i thought you know maybe she's gonna park it and make up an excuse to go in so yeah. she put all this time and hey, i need disguise. somebody to sign this whatever uh, like you do with garbage but instead <laughs> she rams the damn police station in the garbage truck it's a good thing she disguised herself uh, right <laughs> yeah i do guess you, do you need a fake mustache if you're just gonna break the door down like i don't know Uh, But, so, yeah, she rams it, and then somehow all the prisoners get out. I don't really understand. She rammed the the front door. The dogs came in with a key. Oh, okay. The dogs pickpocketed the one key from okay, the one guard. Yeah. I don't know. And at which point we let the, it's again, it's the most incompetent police force ever, because everybody escapes. Right. The, the cops run out after the dump truck, but then we still drive away the in the cops dump notice tru- the, dump truck. Uh, notice the other people leaving but don't do anything to stop them because they're not minorities, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. It's England. Like, I don't yeah, know how well, that could also be how they do over there with that <laughs> uh, America's a scarier place. True. But like Yeah, so the cops fucking try to chase her down in the dump truck, but then she just releases all the trash, because I guess that's a feature. i glad they don't hit that, like, going down the the highway or The ejector seat for all the trash in the back Uh, fucking (laughs) totally worked perfectly. A local news alert, because they're building a new Chick-fil-A. Breaking news! Chick-fil-A coming to... uh, Like, cool? (laughs) I mean, that's one of the more exciting news. Breaking news! News reports. Uh, save that shit for when we get to talking snack. <laughs> So yeah, she causes several police cars to crash, and you know she's broken several laws at this point. She should be like a wanted fugitive, but you would think so. But there's that's never. But they could up never pin it. this one on her though because of that disguise. Oh yeah, a fake mustache. Anyway, obviously. she drives around for a while and eventually runs into HJ, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> they're in the car with her. No, she sees them. Um, uh, okay, you're right. You're on right. the side of the road, because I thought she was going to apologize to them, and I was going to be like, oh bullshit! <clears throat> but she didn't apologize. So she just, just bossed them around. Some no, more. she just told them. You know, because they get all mad at her, and then she's like, well, my mom is the Baroness. <laughs> like, totally <laughs> ignores whatever and doesn't apologize. And then they're like, okay, and they get in the, in the sure. uh, dump truck, not the garbage mean, they, truck with it. They try to back out of this. Like, they say, <clears throat> you know, uh, we, we don't we don't really need this. Like, we, we got, we're wanted men. We got to get out of here. Like, the Baroness is your problem. And I was totally like, yeah, totally. Like, y'all could just... Get a haircut, go to a different town. The Baroness doesn't know who the fuck you are. Like, y'all are fine. It's her problem. Yeah. And, you know, spoilers, they're all in Mark Strong's apartment at this point. So there's like 30 minutes of film left, but there's only yeah. like 10 words of notes left on my page. Because <laughs> we paused at this point because everyone had to pee, and it was yep. like, why are we still in this movie? So the only, like, so just tells her who tells, doesn't apologize, just tells them who her mom is. Dalmatians suddenly obey her, expose her instead of kill her. Lame. That's the end. Ta da! 30 minutes. Yeah, we plan another big heist. <laughs> this uh, time, they all dress like Cruella. They get the yes. dress sizes and so everything. So it's like, we gotta find the Cruella. Invites. There's 700 Cruellas at this, you know, gala. And including uh, Horace, who is also dressed up as Cruella. But he is a spitting image of Ursula instead. With Yeah, that if guy. you mix like, Ursula with, like, James Corden. Like... Yeah, basically. <laughs> but we're all planning this in Mark Strong's apartment. Because, by the way, he's still being a double agent. He's still cool with all this. We don't really get his... Motivations at any point I wrote I don't know how well you remember Spider-Man 3 I never saw it <laughs> oh damn so. well this analogy won't work I heard it was well. bad and just went <clears throat> okay not watching it then you're not wrong but at the end there's this old man butler character that's never really <laughs> addressed who's butler the you're Norman Osborn's oh, butler okay. and he comes in and is like by the way Norman Osborn was killed by his own blades I dressed his wounds that night and he killed himself it wasn't Spider-Man that did it so you shouldn't hate Spider-Man anymore no, that's basically what i was thinking of is mark strong he makes up with the with the james franco then yeah james franco makes up with toby Maguire. yeah yeah either way i don't it's been a long time (laughs) the james franco subplot was subplot like 37 of that movie fair enough (laughs) maybe we should review spider-man 3 for this sunday because it's a fun one to the to the weird al uh, spider-man piano man song well that doesn't cover all the stupidity with i think it like, only covers the second movie it's the like, first one is it the first one i don't yeah. even know doesn't cover all the stupidity of topher grace as venom and thomas hayden church as sandman and quite a cast in that one did you ever see venom venom's a pretty good movie i, I didn't it. i hear people like it and they're making a second one so yeah with uh with the weed guy woody harrelson he, he does a lot of weed. That's his thing. Is his thing? Yeah. All right. That's like, you know, if you're ranking people famous for weed, like... <laughs> also does a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. if mean, Coming clean, from the guy that doesn't do a lot of weed. <laughs> clean needles or I don't know, however he does it. Anyway, you got, If I'm ranking weed guys, it's like Snoop, Cheech, Chong, <laughs> Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. And then Woody. Woody's right there. <laughs> if you say so. And then, uh, you know, other rappers, I'm sure. <laughs> Loads but. of them. Woody is really good in. Uh, the first... I've mostly seen Zombie Land. Okay, that's True about Detective it. is a cool show with uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. No, okay. good. Um, they're like in the swamps in Louisiana looking for a killer. It's a good, good time. I know that's one of those shows everybody says you should watch. I don't have a single fucking clue what it is, what decade well, each, it's from, what channel it was is, on. Uh, it was on HBO, I think. Each season <clears throat> uh, is different. Like it's different cast for each season. What is The Wire? Is that a different show? That is a different show. Is it I a similar enough. show? No, I think that one's about like being black in baltimore i don't know i haven't seen it you know a location apparently it's in baltimore i know that part okay we don't watch. dustin watches tv i don't watch tv (laughs) (laughs) oh lord there was a gesture that went along with that audience (laughs) you're not just gonna fart without doing a gesture what did your son do the other day yeah well he was in a restaurant well he's very proud of he understands what farts are and we've gone over it and he enjoys it and he likes to announce when he's done it so we're in a restaurant and you know everybody's talking and having a good time he's like i'm farting <laughs> i just farted good job son boy. yeah i was it was a proud moment that restaurant was crazy like this is not this may not work very well for uh you know theater of the mind but like mm-hmm. it's literally the smallest bathroom i've ever been in um because I had to take him to the bathroom, of course. It was smaller than that closet. Like, it was, wow. like, literally... <laughs> a toilet <clears throat> that didn't have enough space between the toilet and the wall for you to stand there and pee, <laughs> but they had to add the handicap rail there. Mm. So basically I had to sit on the handicap rail <laughs> I did not need both hands, I don't care S- <laughs> sit on that rail while standing <laughs> and and pee and like it was it was crazy. There's no space at all in there. And then I had to bring him in there and use the toilet, you know, the little fold up potty seat that we have and mm. It was a whole thing. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> Oof i'm spent <laughs> so the baroness is talking with uh mark strong at this point about their backstory and the baby and he's like what, what did you think i meant when i said take care of the baby or something and he's like "Well, I, I thought you would never mean to you know kill it or whatever and then she has another badass line there when she says i hope you remember because i forgot oh no, she says i thought you knew me better or something like so, that yeah. i thought we knew each other better or something but either way yep. like no i definitely wanted that baby dead <laughs> seriously But then she you know it is kind of like she later talks with Cruella and says like oh who knew I was getting rid of something so useful I made a mistake you know it clearly shows that she did not care about the baby she only cared because you know Cruella is so talented in the fashion industry it's you know all it all comes back to her it's all egotistical it's all what can you do for me yep uh but then also in this room, we're planning, like, talking to the guards of, you know, how are we going to keep Cruella from getting in here? Because, spoilers, there hasn't been a body found, so we know she's still alive and all that. Uh, and there then this, I mean, she was going to burn the place down, right? Like, so there wouldn't have been a yeah, body found, right? Like, True. Uh, remains, I don't, I don't know. know. But at this point, one of the guards is like, don't worry, we're going to use this taser to incapacitate her. <laughs> and then she immediately uses the taser on him. He doesn't even fall down. <laughs> yeah. And then she uses it on a passing, like, waitress who falls down and gets back up in two seconds. Like, this is the shittiest taser ever. It's just mildly annoying. Like, you you pee a little, (laughs) and then you keep going. Like, oh no, I've been tased. By the way, shittiest taser ever, or greatest toy ever. Like, (laughs) let's just... (laughs) Do it again. Yep. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, But the guests all show up dressed as Cruella. Actual Cruella shows up uh i thought that would have been pretty embarrassing for the guests like they're delivered all these clothes like secretly but then they all show up to this big gala wearing the same outfit like oh no how how embarrassing go to fashion parties you're just like oh i guess this is what we're doing (laughs) Guess this is a fashion party like obviously (laughs) i guess we're just all dressed this way but cruella shows up does the gutsy move of standing in the murder spot and then blows the whistle to call the murder dogs with the whistle used for murder like this is the murder spot come come murder me But then, of course, the dogs run up. Turns out they're good dogs now because they like Cruella more. They're not going to just do the flying drop kick to push her off the cliff. And then the Baroness walks up, gives her a hug. They embrace. And then she's like, you're not going to push me off the cliff, are you? And then she's like, yes, of course, and pushes her off the cliff. (laughs) With the gentlest little tap. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would take more than that. I get, you know, leverage is a thing. Right. um, But still just a little pat. Yep. You know. But Cruella falls, and then we reveal that, by the way, all of the guests and the police that were called earlier, they all saw this happen, and now Baroness has to be like, no, it wasn't, she was going to push me off the cliff, like, all this stuff. She jumped. Yeah, I tried to get her to stop. Didn't work. Instead, we're just, you know, blackmailing her, essentially. Blackmailing the Baroness, essentially, instead of going with the murder-revenge plot. Uh, And then we do some super secret, like, uh, future narration of like but also i didn't die and i transferred all right, well, my funds right and because like then we see Corella in cruella garb show up mm-hmm. then we flash back to how she was able to do that which right does not explain how she was able to do that like she had a parachute she had a parachute okay but she shows up back at the door <laughs> like 30 seconds later there's no way we don't know how much time passed <laughs> those, those cops could have taken no one a very has grabbed time. her they're just staring at each other for like 10 minutes it's like true so somehow she went a bit over, questionable. used her skirt as a parachute, lands landed in a boat, teleports the bottom, up the cliff, <laughs> so got to the top of this cliff in a different outfit with different hair and everything. Like, like my last note says Cruella equals Rusty Shackleford, so <laughs> she, by the way, Estella died, but she transferred all of her, uh, you know, all of her wages and properties and all this shit to this new identity of cruella by the way she's rich and she lives in it a hall real now. person like i don't know how you guys do this in the uk but i'm pretty sure in the us you'd need a social security number or something to transfer over this to a fictitious person <laughs> like, <laughs> ask rusty shackleford how he does it oh, okay <laughs> it's the same gimmick and then by the way the, the we live in the hellman's hall still uh but of course we take down you know, the sign, and make it say Hell Hall in case you hadn't figured that out yet. Like, we couldn't just let that be mysterious. Nope. Like, nope, let's rename it, everybody. She hates men, too, so she just took down the men part of the Hell Hall. Was that Hall. part of it? Was that no, established at no, any point? Eh, why not? Then the, we reveal one of the Dalmatians is pregnant, and, spoiler, she sends a Dalmatian baby dog to Roger and a Dalmatian baby dog to the other one. <laughs> Anita, whose actual last name is Darling... Yes, it's not. I thought he was just calling like Jim Deere. And, yeah, and, and they Lady did the that Tramp. two movies in a row, didn't they? But no, this is apparently her actual like government name, Anita Darling. Right, so. That's the end of Cruella. Yep. It should have ended at least a half an hour earlier. And was a ludicrous premise to begin with. Like, uh, that's why we decided we had to do this. I had to pay money for this fucking movie. So you people better think this is funny. (laughs) And worth noting, we have a new home base for our podcast now. If you're subscribed on whatever service you use, it won't really matter. You can keep doing that. But you can find us at anchor.fm slash dudeswatchdisney. And we have uh, basically a tip jar there. Uh, You can click there's, There's a button that says support. If you feel like it, you can support however much you want. Uh, you can set it up as a monthly payment or just a one-off thing. Like, you know, it's, it's all very advanced. Uh, but I had to spend $30 on this movie, so <laughs> if anyone wants to cover that cost... Uh, but no, I mean, you know, a lot of other podcasts, you know, would start up a Patreon, that kind of thing. The problem is if we start up a Patreon, like we have to make more stuff and I'm trying to make us not sound like assholes at this point, but we just don't have time to make more stuff. You know, we're doing this podcast out of pocket anyway. It's not like we're doing this professionally. We're, uh, just, no, I'm as unprofessional as possible. (laughs) It's true. He farted into the microphone earlier (laughs) with a suck it gesture. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's who I am so 35 you're welcome if you feel like it you want to give back you can do that there Uh, or you know just tell a friend keep listening you know we're we're on board with whatever and if we were to try to start a patreon service that would just be a case of like we don't have a big enough audience to really draw anyone in with that and then we would be splitting our already frankly minimal output with this podcast even further to where, like, there's no... why we're starting at OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> there's no sort of timeline. Dudes line. watch footpicks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, nah, I'm not on board with that one, man. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm adjusting. <laughs> the whole bed moved. <laughs> I'm good. But tell your friends anchor.fm slash dudes watch Disney. And maybe the <laughs> PC stands for podcast. Also, yes, <laughs> we're also on Twitter, but frankly, we have like four followers and I think I'm at least two of them. So don't fucking bother. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still be there, but <laughs> just go to the main page. While we're talking about us, though, we watched this movie together, which uh, we've only done one other time in the history of the podcast. Yeah,
1: and it was, was 101
0: Dalmatians. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. So it all comes Full circle. It's getting, frankly, far more difficult to do that (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Like, we, it's, I have the day off, it's summer break, so Dustin's off. My kid is at daycare, his kid is with our mom. (laughs) And, like, this is (laughs) the only time we could possibly set aside, like, four hours to watch a movie and then record a podcast without any interruptions. And I thought we were going to be in trouble because there was a fucking wood chipper on my street this morning, you know, chipping wood, but... (laughs) i think they finished up earlier what else would it do <clears throat> are you explaining what a wood chipper does it's in the name just in case anyone just, was unclear uh you know just a wood chipper down there just uh you know cutting up bodies like <laughs> i don't know i wasn't watching them uh, all right could be anything but uh yeah so spoilers cruella is about as dumb as you'd expect it to be uh it wasn't, you know, just, like, this is a total piece of dog shit. No, like, it was it was competently made. It was just a ludicrously stupid script. Like, and why not just make make it a Catwoman origin? Or just make Devil Wears Brada again with a different name? And like, really, the Baroness is more interesting. I want to see more of her, like... More interesting than Meryl Streep? Well, I don't know about that. I just mm. mean, like, the way she's just totally cool with murdering people. Like, yeah. babies included. <laughs> like it's true. Her own baby. You killed my mother. Well, you're gonna have to be more specific. Like... <laughs> She's out here just murdering fools. How do you feel about making cool dresses? How do you feel about the devil wears nada? I uh, don't think <laughs> I've seen it. Okay. Uh, nor the, whichever whatever movie, that, Lord of the G-Strings. That's <laughs> what I was trying to. All I could think of was Throbbits, and I was trying to remember <laughs> the name of the, of the movie it came from. But yeah, the Throbbits. I did see that one back in the day. Oh, there <laughs> you oh go. the glory days of terrible parody films on Cinemax. I mean, I feel like the porn titles are, you know, the best part. Like. Maybe not. The him. best part. I think they're just fucking lazy now. Like, yes, I think right. they just go like, this ain't... Right, yeah. Not the... Yeah. Yeah. Another teen movie. Wait. Mm, no. <laughs> I couldn't think of literally anything to make a porn parody of. <clears throat> I mean, it exists for all movies, right? This ain't like... Captain Marvel. There you go. But yeah. Um, Cruella. Eh. Not worth 30 bucks. I'd at least say that much. But uh, glad you guys joined us for this. Uh, certainly fun to do an episode on. And... Uh, Obviously, stick around for more episodes. If you are new to this, you're jumping in because we did something, uh you know, topical. I would recommend you check out maybe our 101 Dalmatians from ba- episode from back in the day, or you know, we've covered like 25 main timeline Disney movies at this point. Several, yeah, a lot of bonus episodes along the way, and we've done all the way through <coughs> Aladdin at this point. Oh, yeah, Aladdin at this point. So. That's true. And the next one should Lion be King. Lion King. Yeah. So we'll be coming to you with. A- Coming to you with that, coming at you with that, coming all over you with that in the future. Uh, <laughs> but until then, we're going to wrap this up here and transition into... That's what I'll play the theme song. I, I pointed at the laptop, everybody, in case you were wondering. Talking snack. Yeah, yeah. Talking snack. Yum, yum. Talking snack. Uh-huh. Let's talk about some snacks. Hey! Welcome back to Talk and Snack. We have a side, separate, you know, bonus podcast that goes on the end of our regular podcast where we talk about junk food. So lead us off, Dustin. Jesus. All right. So the uh, McDonald's in my hometown. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I have a horrible relationship <laughs> where, like, Things don't ever get any better, uh, and but I keep coming back because there's only so many places to eat. It's true. And so we've go got you over a barrel. Multiple times a week uh, because, you know, that's where we are in a health uh, standpoint as well. Um, but so every Friday morning we get McDonald's uh, breakfast and it is a different set of shittiness each time. <laughs> but uh, the time that I texted Jake about recently, which is now like a month ago, yeah. uh they just fuck up so much shit. So I get there. I've already done my mobile order. I'm, I'm using all the apps, as you know, if you're a long-time listener. It's true. That's um, how we roll. So I've, I've done my mobile order. I'm trying to check in. There's a sign that says, uh, we are out of soft drinks. You can have tea. You can have uh, punch or water or whatever. Right. And so, so I'm like, <clears throat> I'm Dustin. I've got a mobile order, whatever. And so the guy reads my order back to me and then says, so, um we can't get you a diet coke i was like yeah yeah that's fine so um do you want water or a tea and i was like no no i just what and he's like well if you don't get a drink then i'm gonna have to re-enter this one at a time so you had a you had a sausage biscuit and i was like no 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 just hear me out you could just <laughs> not get me a drink <laughs> well it's just you you paid for a drink this is all going through the speaker like you <laughs> paid for a drink like uh, put two of them right. up your ass it's, like, well, it's just you you paid for a drink and i don't want to shortchange you and then and i that's and i'm never rude at these places because i just you know i know they're trying yeah. whatever that's when i was like you already have shortchanged me like that is a, that ship is sailed <laughs> it's unavoidable i don't been charged give me a drink just i don't you, I'm, i can get you a sweet tea i don't need a <laughs> drink no drinks i just have, have so does it home right and so so okay so it'll be three dollars and fifty cents of the second window and i was like no, no, it will not. Like I've already paid through the app. Also, I've got way more food than that, so I don't know where three fifty came from. <laughs> yeah. Like Now um, you're definitely trying to uh, trying to shortchange exactly. me. Exactly. So, so no, I won't be paying you at the second window. He's like, well, yeah, but you have to come to the second window for me to give you your food. i was like, yeah, <laughs> yes, but I I'm going to do three, that. But I ain't bringing three fifty with me. <laughs> like, ugh. Just uh, awful, jeez. Yeah, and then that guy is a dweeb. Anyway, he's there. I've got. text texted my wife the last time I went. I was like, if he, as long as he works there, I cannot go back in the morning. He's just the worst. <laughs> jeez. Like, just a dweeb. He insists on repeating your order back to you, which is the whole point of the mobile thing is. I don't That's need true. to repeat it. Like, all you gotta to say things. is pull yep, around. second window. Yep. Exactly but he does. So you had, and then he'll list everything, and then you'll get to it all over again, and then like he's obsessed with the lids. and He's like. <laughs> In the same week, I got drinks with no syrup in them from McDonald's and Sonic. Oh, like, no. It's just like, just t- tasting like Alka-Seltzer for no reason. There was a morning mm. where I went to Sonic twice before going to work, <laughs> where I went to the one in my hometown, and the one in the town where I work. Yeah. Um, because, to get drinks because the other one sucked. Right. And so we had our meal, and I was like, but I still want my drink <laughs> it's and something. Nice. Right. Uh, but continuing on with my McDonald's problems, the other day before we went on a, a road trip, we decided... We were going to get some McDonald's before we left town or whatever. And so we could have gone to a different McDonald's closer to the interstate, but I was like, you know what? It'll be more crowded there. I trust my hometown's McDonald's mm-hmm. um, to handle this. Oh, God. So you shouldn't have. We'll wait forever, get through the line. We ordered our standard order, which, of course, is the mm-hmm. Big Mac combo, large fries, Diet Coke. Mm hmm. Uh, double quarter pounder combo, no onions, large fries, Diet Dr. Pepper. All right. Uh, additional 10-piece nugget for yep. us to split. And then a, a nugget kid's meal for yes, our, y'all to split. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> our son will want a fry and half a nugget, and then we'll be splitting it. Um, and so we get our stuff. We wait forever, go through the line. They take, they're slow as they can be. And then we barely... Go anywhere, and we realize we don't have our 10 piece nugget and we don't have the happy meal at all. (laughs) So that's a shame. We go back around, (laughs) wait in the line, which now is even longer, and wait again. We're like, Yeah, we didn't get our happy meal. And so then we go around, and then when we get to the first window, that's when we notice we didn't have the 10 piece nugget either. And so we're like, We didn't get the 10 piece nugget either or the happy meal. And then the woman's like, are you sure you ordered a 10 Piece Nugget? And like, I've got the receipt. And so I give it to her. And she's like, there's not a 10 Piece Nugget on there. It's like, ma'am, I just read it. Like, it is there. <laughs> and then she's trying, trying to, try to like, no, there's not. There's not one on here. And I was like, it's at the top. Like, literally, it's the second thing on there. And so, like, we, like, look at each other for a long time. It's like, oh, I see it. I see it now. I was like, uh-huh. Like, Jeez. but again, not rude to these people. I'm being calm. Like... After waiting forever twice to go through this line, yeah. and I it was more upsetting to me because I'm the one that picked that particular location because I true. trusted them. That's the <laughs> and worst. I stuck my neck out for them, and then this is how they repaid me. It is a shame. <laughs> we had a heck of a time at Taco Bell today for lunch because apparently they were having some fucking issues with their crunchy taco shells, and everyone in the restaurant needed new or new uh, replacement shells or something. And they started doing Dorito tacos instead, which you know seemed like a nice upgrade like i think they handled all the chaos that was going on but we yeah had... that's that's what we were saying when we got back in the car like we were really impressed with how well the manager handled this we're like she was you know loud with her employees <laughs> it was but... fun to get to hear the whole exchange right but she was you know she wasn't rude to them she was just being yeah. clear about what she wanted them to do or whatever and then she took care of uh, the customers or, or whatever made it up to the people who had to get their shells replaced and you know it's true but uh, we could hear them talking about a mobile order for Dustin. And we were like, uh, that's us. They're talking about us. We got to get to do t- <laughs> What do we got to do? What is it? <laughs> do we need to tell them? I don't think we need to tell them. I think they're just going to do it. Okay. That's Hi, just- we're Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you need us to do? Yeah. Just give us whatever you're going to give. That's kind of my attitude with every fast food trip at this point. It's just like, you know what? An exchange will happen here. Right. I'll be happy with what you give and, me. And you knew the risks by going to a fast food place, and so you get what you get. It's I don't true. normally check the bag um, because, you know, you get what you're meant to get. Like, I, I, the only it's reason not we, like there's a bad option. The like. only reason we turned around on that road trip is because we were shorted so much stuff, 15 right. nuggets and a fry. Like, right. eh, we're going to go back for that. Like, that counts. Right, And then just the absurdity of that other morning where I was running behind anyway, and then the, like... You know, go and get your sweet tea. I don't want a <laughs> sweet tea, and I'm not getting a water because I paid for a drink, and I, I got water at home. And like, no. I think they would have given you a bottle of water in that instance, which you could have saved and you know drunk later. I mean, I guess, but like, it's still you're right. And then yeah, tell me I still need to pay. It was just like, no, goddamn it! Like, what are we doing? <laughs> But speaking of McDonald's, they got the new Korean Cajun sauce. <laughs> like, Sorry. <laughs> Korean Cajun sauce. They have, uh, I guess you may know more about this than me, as I'm an old man. Um, BTS is yes. a thing. I don't know much about them other than a name See, and a I McDonald's meal. See, I saw the bag and said BTS. I thought it was like behind the scenes. I thought it was some thing they're doing. Like, ooh, behind the scenes <laughs> McDonald's. Like, McDonald's. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> like, okay. Not really. But, so I had no idea. And then so they got this new Cajun dipping sauce, which I'm excited about. It's got little squiggles all over it, which turns out are Korean characters. I didn't know. squiggles. Um, because again, didn't, didn't know BTS was a thing. Um, but I ordered, they had Cajuns in, in Korea. Yeah, I'm like, a little puzzled by the congrats, by the like, fusion going on here. I don't know. It just tasted like normal Cajun stuff to me. I don't know. But <laughs> Cajun stuff. <laughs> but it's good. If you get nuggets there, again, you want to try out the Korean Cajun sauce. <laughs> Say it exactly like that. <laughs> well, we live in Arkansas. Like, you won't be the first one to order it that way. It's true. What have you been trying lately? Uh, well, here's a... Uh, cry for help that i'm gonna disguise as a new segment (laughs) i've been eating a whole lot of gas station junk food over the past couple months just like every day i'm just like you know what i got a little bit extra time in my day i'm gonna go to the same damn shell station (laughs) and get a you know a monster energy and some new candy bar i haven't tried and as a result i've tried a lot of new things so uh i was gonna give you give them to you guys in a. In ranked form here, starting with the, the least delicious and then ending on the most delicious. I'm so excited for this. I love candy bars, so, you know, I'm here for this. I don't know how many, they're not quite See, all. when you said gas station food, I thought you meant, like, you were getting potato logs. No, or I don't like, really do that. Well, I know you don't like potatoes, but, like... Well, I mean, but, like, like, the chicken tenders and that kind of stuff, too. So, we have a great-great-aunt who, um, uh... Is great. <laughs> loves, no, great-great. Two greats, right? Our mom's great-aunt. No, it's just her it's a great-aunt. Never mind. We have a great-aunt, uh... <laughs> Who loves gas station food. You may not know this about Eloise, but th- there's a I gas didn't. station near her nursing home where she lives <laughs> where they make this fantastic cheese bread, apparently. Really? It's, I've heard our grandma talk about this, I don't know how many times. So the other day I called our grandma and she was at the nursing home while well, I just got Eloise her cheese sticks from the gas station. She's like, okay. Like, they are so good, Dustin. Gotta, I was like, I'm not going to, I don't even know where this nursing home is. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm not going to just get gas station cheese sticks and then um, not visit eloise <laughs> right but then she put <laughs> eloise on the phone it was a whole thing like jeez. Oh, yeah but the point is we have a this is she should join talking snack because yeah, she's apparently the, she can call in cheese sticks um anyway jake's got a ranking here i, I hijacked his part of the talking snack well, uh, for they're not quite all candy bars but they're the same level of you know snack stuff at a gas station and i don't know if all of these are new or if they're just new to me but they were all varying levels of saying but let's get let's get in the list bottom of the list salted caramel milky way um, I don't know how you feel about Milky Ways or I'm salted caramel. I, I usually don't notice salted. Uh, oh, you caramel, would notice this salted caramel being different than than unsalted caramel. Um, yeah, they they don't fuck around on it. It oh, is hard just, salt right from the beginning. Okay, uh, I'm big on Milky Ways too, but this like the Milky Way in my opinion is the best like due to its lack of crunch to it like it's very smooth and creamy like i would prefer a snickers most days but a snickers is a lot of chewing a lot of crunching milky way you bite right through it and you know it's like you could drink it basically (laughs) but the salted caramel one sometimes you bite down on salt crystals along the way and it's like what is this little like pop rock in my mouth like this isn't fun because so. a, a caramel candy is good to eat after like a Butterfinger because it gets all the stuff mm. out of your teeth afterwards. It would probably be good at that. Yeah. So I, I don't know about with the, with the salt, but okay. So that's bottom. <laughs> how long is this list? There's six things. Okay. On. So that's number six. Number five. Yes, six. Uh, this one I think is new and I don't remember what it's called, okay. but I wrote Snickers Brownie Nut Thing. Okay. I tried that uh, last night. Yeah. Were you a fan? I enjoyed it. I think if I hadn't tried the Snickers peanut butter beforehand, mm-hmm. I would have liked it more. Okay. Like, but uh, yeah, I mean, I like brownies, I like Snickers. I, <laughs> I like enjoyed peanuts. it too, it like, just didn't taste enough different from a Snickers for me. I was like, this is just basically a slightly chewier Snickers. Right, yeah, it's not know. like the brownie M&M's, which are very, very are brownie. very, very chewy. Yeah, because yeah. we always combine M&M's into a big bowl, which, is spoilers, the M&M folks are it's doing now. a now. thing, like, yeah. you can buy a multi-pack. They've ripped off our Nana, like, <laughs> they have. who's been just combining M&M's and chips into the same yeah, bowl Yeah, not years. into that. The chip thing is not as good, because they sit out, they get staled, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, but with the M&M's, like, anytime I get just a bag of M&M's now, I'm like, you know what? I kind of would like some peanut M&M's to yep. go with these plain ones or, like... Mix them know. all together. Yeah. But when you mix in, like, a brownie or, like, the caramel M&M's, like, then you just have triple the chewing involved and you that's wouldn't true. expect. So the caramel <coughs> M&M's I like, but I like to eat them one at a time, where I would not normally mm-hmm. do that with another M&M. I wouldn't either, but I imagine but, you have to with those. And same thing with the brownies. But anyway, so, uh, that's how you felt about the Snickers, not... Yeah, no, it wasn't bad, it just, enough. Yeah, just pretty much felt like a regular Snickers. Yeah, not this one. Do you like the peanut butter Snickers? Those are they're really, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. But also, it doesn't taste a whole lot of different. Like, it's not a real strong peanut butter taste in those, I wouldn't say. It's not like, oh, you can... It, like, if they just drenched it in peanut butter instead of chocolate, that would be really These good. These may be on, your, on the list. I don't want to, like, do spoilers, but have you seen the, like, the uh, peanut butter lovers Reese's? Where, like, instead of being chocolate on the outside, it's just more peanut butter on the outside? No. Like, no, I need to try that next. It's yeah, a thing. Uh, speaking of peanut butter, though, this is one I didn't know existed. Peanut butter cream pie. Uh, Mm. yeah. Like an oatmeal cream pie. Like, made by Little Debbie, just like an oatmeal cream pie. Uh, side oatmeal cream pie note. Dustin was not aware for the longest time that they do double-decker oatmeal cream pies, which is the way to go. Oh, it sounds Uh, awesome. The way to go to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you know, a Big Mac-style oatmeal cream pie with a middle oatmeal cookie, too. These are like peanut butter cookies. Um, do you ever get the, uh... Is it the do Dose from the Girl Scout cookies, where yeah, it's like a yeah, peanut yeah. butter sandwich cookie? Mm-hmm. This is like that, but if it was big and soft. So, mm. it' pretty much same flavor on the cookie, but it's very good. A student of mine gave me a life hack on uh, put your oatmeal cream pie in the freezer hmm. for about 30 minutes or whatever, and then eat it. And it kind of makes it like an ice cream sandwich. I mean, I put mine in an ice chest at the beginning of the day and then eat it at lunchtime, so I kind of experienced that, I guess. Well, it okay. makes the cookie harder, though. Mm. Not... I like it being soft and chewy, personally. Peanut butter cream pie is good stuff. Number three on the list, uh, and this one I know has actually been out for a while because I've had it several times, but worth noting all the same, the Twix Cookies and Cream. Oh, I have not tried that. Do love cookies and cream? It's good. It is not um, super Twix-like because the caramel is not in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just like a cookie and cream bar and then coated in chocolate Mm -hmm. or whatever, but it's, you know, that hits. Oh, yeah. uh, You know good worth getting multiple times uh long time fan of the show you know i didn't try twixes until i was almost 30 <laughs> uh true so. i still don't understand that one but yeah. somehow the grapes also <laughs> on that list uh, sometimes i get adventurous not often <laughs> twix and grapes string cheese was the next thing don't, on that don't list. mix them together well no no they'll be absurd Speaking of mixing things together, number two on the list was a Neapolitan ice cream sandwich. Oh, also didn't know that was a I didn't either. Now, this was one of those, like, low-fat versions where it's like, it's an ice cream sandwich that's somehow 180 calories. But, like, it still tastes like ice cream to me. I don't know how the ice cream sandwich folks pull that off. But uh, they're doing God's work because it's very (laughs) good. Uh, And this, you know, went, you know, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry all the way through. So it was like a different sandwich as you continued to eat it. We perhaps should have explained this earlier for the listeners, uh, for the newer listeners who maybe are just checking out the cruella uh mm-hmm. episode here that uh because of the nature of your job you're going in gas stations more than i would ever because I, I don't tell have you last to time. and oh, okay. didn't for a long time oh, okay never mind i thought you were just looking well jake yeah tell them tell what you i'm a mail carrier so i'm you know out out and about in one section of town and uh, so you know i might need a place to go potty and a, and a right. gas station's a place to do that i traditionally used fast food places to you know use the restroom but then a pandemic happened and restrooms became more scarce so i started going into the gas station and then i just started buying shit every time i'm there and it's admittedly not good <laughs> That's definitely not supposed right, so, to budget like so this i don't know what's new in inside the gas station things it's because true. ever since i got a debit card i've yep. never needed to go in a gas station well you're um, missing out on things like double decker oatmeal cream pies apparently so Anyway, number one on your list of... Number one on my list. I've gotten it so many times. We have upgraded what was already my favorite candy bar. We make chocolate paydays now. Hmm. you ever had... You're not a big on a payday, are you? Not, not a, a big. big. <laughs> I turned Italian somehow. No, a because it doesn't have uh, the chocolate. Well... Now that it does, <coughs> now... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like we coated the entire payday in chocolate and... Why weren't you doing that all along? I'm not impressed by this, payday people. You should have been doing this all along. Well, see, also, here's the thing. I used to get a payday because I would convince myself it was healthy for me. (laughs) It's like, this has nuts in it. There's no chocolate. You know, this is like a protein bar. It's not at all. Peanuts are super fatty, everyone, in case you were wondering. But now it's covered in chocolate. (laughs) So, yay. Yeah, but, you know... (laughs) I feel like that's ought to come with an apology on there as well. Perhaps. We should have been doing this. We realize our (laughs) bad I will also still get a regular payday, you know, all the time. But the chocolate ones, you know the crockpot cookies that our family likes to make? It tastes like one of those? Not really cookies, but yeah. Well, the little peanut nut clusters. It's cookie-shaped. It's like a no-bake. Okay. They're good. Uh, Yes. And they're chocolate-covered peanut nut clusters or something. I said nut too many times in that (laughs) sentence, but... So this is like one of those in bar form, except those get very hard, and this would be like if you left it in the sun for a little bit. It's a lot softer and not as, you know, rough on the mouth. So I was at a potluck recently, and Mm -hmm. to make it sound like I'm not bullying a minor, we're going to say this guy at the potluck and not one of my students he actually wasn't one of my students it was a different person student anyway he was in my room mm-hmm. uh, had never had an obey bake cookie before and so he's eating one he's like this is really good like what is this is this rice <laughs> like he had no idea what was inside this <laughs> cookie which no-bake cookie is not a new thing like if you've never had one maybe they're international listeners i don't know if they're a thing but anyway it's it's oatmeal and chocolate and peanut butter it's true uh, they are fantastic you but... melt it and let it all harden yeah, they're great, um, uh, but definitely not rice. I don't know if there's... They do, they do, like, a puffed rice thing in candies, you know? Yeah. They're, they're like a Nestle Crunch bar, yeah. which yeah, I know you're against those. Yeah, I don't enjoy a crunch. I'm a big fan. Mm-mm. I do like Rice Krispie Treats, if we're gonna go that kind of puffed rice. <laughs> sure, same kind of deal. But yeah, that that was the end of my list, so... Oh, okay. So I've got more, if you want to continue talking food. Sure thing, right. we haven't reached a conclusion yet, so... <laughs> right. so, uh, at... Uh, the Mexican restaurant in my hometown, mm-hmm. uh, there's a dish that we like to get there. A dish that we like <laughs> to get there called the pollo feliz, uh, which means, you know. Happy rice. Happy chicken. <laughs> chicken, pollo, sorry. Yeah. Happy Arrows. chicken. Yep. Um, anyway, and so it's 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 lovely it's got your rice and your cheese dip and then some grilled chicken cut up in there it's it's you know basically like a yeah. mexican stir fry is what we're doing here we have that at my local mexican place and it's called chicken and rice oh, well <laughs> pollo feliz anyway though so we decided we were going to try to make a like healthy version of this so we took uh our grilled chicken thighs that we already had from last summer when i grilled them um and some cauliflower rice and melted some Laughing Cow in there. That Laughing sounds... Cow is a cheese brand. If yes you know, international listeners. And we called it Pollo Maso Menos, <laughs> which I was really proud of the day. That band. is clever. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, oh, that doesn't sound nearly as feliz. <laughs> exactly. Maso Menos was it? It was. It was pretty good. If it you wasn't came... Pollo Mal. No, if you, uh, yeah. Pollo Muy Mal. Malo. Yeah, uh, but we. You know, if you went into it ahead of time, knowing like, you yeah, know, there's some cauliflower, like, yeah, you know, calm down, it's cauliflower. <laughs> Where are you at on the fake cauliflower? Is it uh, okay? I have not had the. It's a <clears throat> fake cauliflower, like <laughs> no, fake other things. I'd be probably be cauliflower on fake. Cauliflower. Just be yourself, man. <laughs> uh, you know, cauliflower rice is okay. Cauliflower mashed potatoes. I know you don't enjoy any sort of mashed potato anyway um are good that's what uh, i was gonna say is i had the first time i added, i was like this is great this is like not mashed it's like it's kind of like mashed potatoes but it doesn't taste like potatoes this is a like cauliflower every now and then <laughs> yeah uh, you know uh, and then i have not tried the cauliflower crust um mm, no, like pizza either. crust but i don't know how that would work uh, i actually used cauliflower rice in a discussion with my wife last night where we were trying we were driving around and we passed this guy's house where it had like american flag church flag Trump flag in that order on his poll or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we were trying to figure out, like, not at the risk of getting overly political through here, how you could, you know, be a, you know, major churchgoer or whatever, and a Trump supporter or whatever. And then I was like, maybe it's like, I really like... Uh, Or I like cauliflower rice, and I'm also interested in going to the Heart Attack Grill. Maybe you just have two (laughs) separate interests. Like, it's not like, you're not trying to reconcile the two of them. Maybe it's just like, I like this thing, and I like that thing. I'm sure that's how a lot of these things work. I know. It's compartmentalized. Yeah, here are two things that I like, disparate as they may be, you Mm -hmm. know, but... Yeah, just imagine, like patrons of the heart attack yeah, i don't Grill. think i would actually like to go there <clears throat> no it seems weird and porny in a way that <laughs> i'm not a yeah i, fan I just of. came to eat like yeah, I, like why is everyone dressed It's like you get paddled if you don't finish your stuff this and, like, is like yeah this is for like weird dads yeah <laughs> and by, by that i mean our dads because we're dads yeah. at this point too the older weird dad generation yeah yeah not us normal dads That <laughs> <laughs> you know have a Fucking podcast about terrible junk food. But right. we don't want any, like, slutty nurses involved. No, no, no. We didn't come... There's separate interests of in mine. Snacks <laughs> yeah. and food. They don't put, put them on together. different flags. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. We don't have a good uh, ending for this bit, so... Not uh, really. You can we talk we, some snacks. We haven't done this in a while, so we're just trying to round it, like, uh, rapid fire all these yeah, snack at bits. the wall. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, this summer, ideally, we should have some... Uh... <laughs> Big episodes coming up soon. We got true. Lion King and uh Pocahontas. Like <laughs> uh, big episodes. Uh Pocahontas actually is, there's worthy, like one more like Pocahontas has at the been peak in a of three like, good episode of not of good movies, which it's I don't true. know if they made for good episodes or whatever. And so coming into Pocahontas, that could be fun to be like, let's just count the like white supremacist bullshit in this movie mm-hmm. instead of the like actual story of what happened to her. Um yeah. Or, or, and what a drop-off it is from yeah. everything previous to it, or, not, or the, the three previous to it. It's true. I mean, we're, we're at the, the real heavy hitters here of the Renaissance, the, really the five previous to it. Yeah. Rescuers Down Under and Little Mermaid before that. We're on a hot streak, and we threw Cruella in here <laughs> to break it, it up. <laughs> right, along with the Latin sequels before that. It's true. So check out all those episodes if you haven't, and uh, remember, find us at anchor.fm slash Disney and we're on a lot of new streaming sites now i don't remember which ones we're on like spotify and some ones i haven't heard of <laughs> so <laughs> i could probably actually look those up real quick before yeah. we like and review um you know tell a friend yeah that too post about us on your socials i got a tumblr now and i'm following some sort of i guess they got tags on the tumblr so if anyone posts about us i should know about it i think and i would be very surprised if anyone did i also don't know if anyone still fucking is on tumblr so yeah i don't i don't even really know what that is anyway uh you know it was bought for like two billion dollars and sold for like four million dollars oh no (laughs) yeah so it's doing great which is why i joined but anyway, so <clears throat> check out our show, and, and Jake's going to tell you how. We can be found on Anchor, uh, anchor.fm slash Watch mentioned that before. We're also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, something called Pocket Casts. Uh, we're on the Spotify, which Spotify owns Anchor, in case anyone was wondering. So that's how all this works. Uh, we're also on something called Breaker and something called Radio Public. I don't know what the shit those are, but Anchor said put them over there, so I did. We'll just trust that they know what they're doing. So hopefully we've made some new fans today, and to those coming back next time, we'll be happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Check out Lion King. Drop in, you'll know when it's here, basically. <laughs> that's our that's release why you schedule. Gotta, that's why you got to subscribe. Otherwise, you know, if you're just waiting, you know. <laughs> you could be waiting who knows how long. Exactly, but if you subscribe, it'll go right to you mm-hmm. as soon as we finally do another episode. <laughs> so join us then. I'm Jake. I'm Dustin. And we'll see you later. Dudes, Bye. Dudes. 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 You sound unwell. Dudes. <laughs> Do you like pepperoni? <laughs>